2: Four seconds left. Kawhi gets the ball. draw all the way. Shoots the ball. It bounce, 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 and goes in. Man, you talking about a crazy sequence. And I text you right before I was like, man, Kawhi might hit the game winner. And you was like, what? I don't know. It might go to overtime. But it was it was very, very exciting.
1: Yeah, man. It was a crazy Mother's Day. Spent time with the family. Enjoyed two great game sevens. Blazers nuggets. CJ went crazy. And then the capital off the end of the night, Kawhi goes out and hits a very dramatic game, one of the first ever buzzer beater of the end the series in the game seven. Kawhi ended up uh breaking free a little bit on Simmons and he got to his spot and got it up just enough and got that shooter's touch. The bounce, 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 he had everybody in suspense. He he fell down to the, <laughs> To the, squat, to, to the squat position, like, come on, just fall in, fall in. And good. The look on Mark Gasol's face killed me, too. Yeah, that, that shook up everybody because, like, when it hit the rim, I thought it was going to miss. I'm pretty sure everybody in the crowd thought it was going to miss, too, because nobody was celebrating. And then you see it bounce, it bounce again. And it's like, oh, it, it started getting close to the middle. Like, is it going to fall through? And then it, it just gradually made its way through the net, man. What a a shot by Kawhi. That's probably the most epic moment in Raptors history. I mean, the franchise has been around for about 20-something years, but outside of Vince representing the city um, in that 2,000 dunk contest, which he did his epic dunks and won that contest, outside of that and probably what, DeMar and Lowry taking them to their first ever East Finals, I think Kawhi's shot has already eclipsed both of those, and that's not – Prison in the moment. This because of what it did. You know, that was a that's the most epic shot Toronto's ever seen.
2: And now welcome to Preach Kev Preach. It's Pastor Kevin Kev here with Rashad. And we just talked about Kawhi and the Raptors, man. And they're going to the Easter Conference Finals to face the Milwaukee Bucks. And you're talking about the NBA guys looking out for us and giving us two guys at the top of their game, Peak Powers and Giannis versus Kawhi and you know, to me, I I don't think it's a I don't really think of course we're gonna we're gonna get to see the Kawhi and Yamas matchup and it's gonna be great. But I think it, it all comes down to everybody everyone else because there's 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 really no strong two. Like Chris Milton and Siakam are their twos for their respective the teams and and we you know who's gonna show up who's gonna have a better series is Lowry gonna show up all games is can Bledsoe not fold? You know, like he did Game One the Boston series. It's, can Bucks making enough shots? Can Raptors bench come live? We've got we got a lot of questions that we can knock out real quick, and and it's gonna it's gonna be a great series. Uh, so I, I'm gonna let go and start of, of what you think. Um, I guess to start of the series off and how
1: it's gonna end. Uh, as far as matchup wise, I know Kawhi is the you know he's a star for Toronto and Giannis is the star for Milwaukee, but I'm wondering who Nick Nurse. Gives that assignment to of guarding Giannis because I think it should go to uh, Siakam. I, I think Siakam, he has to lean and enough speed when he can, you know, he can probably deter Giannis a little bit. And I guess you would throw Ibaki at him just a little bit, but I wouldn't put Kawhi on. I let Kawhi try to cover Middleton, you know, there. That's a similar side. I mean, Kawhi has long arms and he's not a short guy with him, but I prefer Kawhi on like Middleton just to kind of slow him down because most times if you can, you can let Giannis go get like 40, and that'll, that'll, most times that'll, that'll rarely beat you. I mean, we just saw Kawhi get 40 and nobody just did anything. So that can beat you, but I'd rather shut down the second, third players like Bledsoe and Middleton and let Giannis do his thing versus. Letting both of them get off, and then George Hill will get like 17. They win the game. So I I lean towards Siakam and Ibaka kind of covering that Giannis matchup. And as far as the series overall, I think Toronto has to win it in six on their home floor. A uh, game seven in Milwaukee could be pretty tough. Mm-hmm. I I to go with Toronto in six, and um, I just don't believe in the Bucks enough. I think. They they haven't really been tested. They had Detroit first round. Of course, we know what happened there. Detroit was just out outmanned, and they played Celtics. I thought there would have been a good series. I did I think the Celtics would beat them, but the Celtics really, they kind of just played selfish, and everybody went into business for themselves. Nobody played team ball after game one. So I think the Raptors are going to be the first case of adversity for the Bucks, and I think the Raptors can do it. Kawhi will be going to, the, to his third finals.
2: Uh, I'm actually going with the Bucks. Uh, from what I've seen in this playoffs and the eye test, what tells me is that Bucks are the superior team in the East. Um, they have the best bench, and their their bench actually shows showing shows up. Uh, their bench won. Uh, I think it was game four for the Bucks when they they set they set Giannis down for a good stretch. Milton was wasn't in the game either, and this is when Boston had Kyrie, they had Al Horford on the court, uh, they had Tatum on the court yet the bench guys, Miritich and Sova and all them guys, George Hill played excellent and they were able to pull out that win. And I haven't seen that from any other team in the, in the playoffs um, except maybe for the Blazers as far as bench production is showing up um, at a consistent rate. And I mean, I just think Bucks is just like you say, when, when Giannis, he can think about Giannis is, you know, him being six 11 is, a, is just a mismatch of his own. Um, of his own, and and you don't want to have Kawhi try to guard the best player, and also you know try to give you what forty points, you know, especially this last series where he was what over fifty percent shooting, or at one point over sixty percent shooting, and averaging what 37, 38 points a night, and you you can't. I mean, I'm not saying that Kawhi can't do it again, but you you asking for something that that rarely happens, and you want him to do it, you know, two series in a row playing. First, first of all, a far better, you know, talent than the Sixers have on their team, as far as at least in the wing spot position. Um, and I, I just think Bucks with with their two in Middleton, Bledsoe, and having Brogdon, they have three other guys outside of Giannis who can – I know for a fact two of them, Middleton and Bledsoe, can create their own shot, um, and Brogdon can a little bit too. But you got three guys who average over 16 points this season. And I think with one of the best big shooting big men in the game, Brooke Lopez, and you, you added Miritich and you sign Ilsova, I just think they they have the I guess the repertoire to play any kind of style. Toronto doesn't get bullied, so I, I am mean, interested to see how Giannis attack the paint um, because you're not you're not running into a, a small Boston team like you said. Um, even though he did dominate the Pistons, they didn't have Blake Griffin for a while. Drum you know, kind of got seat out the paint because of Britt Lopez. So, uh, I think having Brett Lopez does help the Bucks spread the floor because Marc Gasol can't just, you know, stay in the paint and rely, you know, rely on the big man not being able to shoot. I think the Bucks will go, I'll say in six. I, I will say in six or seven. Um, like I said, like like you said, it's hard to win, and this stage it's in this stage it's hard to win on the road to close out a team. Uh, whether it's Raptors going in seven or Bucks trying to finish off in six, um, so because of what you're saying as well, I, I'm gonna say Bucks in seven because I think they, they they would they would have to go on the road in Toronto, which I mean it's very hard to win Toronto. Um, but you know you know how, you know how Toronto is known to always drop one early, so maybe Bucks can get one early, early in in the series, then they may can finish them off in six. I don't know. It just it just depends on how how it rolls, but. I'm a roll with Giannis, and just because of the I test what what I've seen, what I've seen since day one in the playoffs. Yes, they played the Pistons, but they dominated, and then they played the Celtics, and they dominated. Uh, it's not like they you know barely escaping these wins. And I I I, I, just, I just think I just think this this system, this coaching matchup, Bud versus Nick Nurse, but I think it favors the Bucks. And I just don't think if Toronto doesn't come like they did last series, his, his supporting cast of quad didn't really help him as much, and if, if they're going to do that again, I don't think Kawhi can beat this team 5-on-1.
1: Yeah, I think the the main X factors on Toronto's side will be Mark Gasol. He, his side is going to be well needed because when Giannis gets to the paint, block some shots, hard fouls, things like that, and also, they have shooters, so he's going to have to sometimes come out the paint and guard the three when, like, Brook Lopez in the game, so That's going to be a major X factor. Um, I already mentioned Siakam. He's going to be a major X factor. I think he's going to probably end up getting the main task of guarding Giannis. So you can't get beat on so many plays. And if you do get beat, you can't get discouraged. And I think he has to improve his efficiency. I mean, the first series against uh, Brooklyn, you know, he was very efficient, scored well. But uh, against the Sixers, Siakam, uh, his efficiency went down. He still put up good numbers, but his efficiency went down. So, as long as he brings his efficiency back up and in a big moment, don't be scared to take shots because, I mean, game seven, I can see why he didn't want to mess up. He's very young in his NBA career, so he probably didn't want to, you know, be the guy that messes up any plays. When he's on the floor with Lowry and Ibaka and Kawhi, like, you know, some seasoned vets. So, uh, But he's going to be an X factor and also Kyle Lowry. If he can – if he can just recapture the Kyle Lauer from like two or three years ago, just for one season, <laughs> they can easily push. They they can easily push past in six games. And on the Bucks side, Eric Bledsoe, of course, he has to shut to play every night. Um, of course, Mira Lopez, Connaughton, those guys have to knock down shots. And I, I think Brock is, is the third X factor, just for his his defense and his efficiency, just being a fifty forty ninety guy. And,
2: and we we talk about the X factors in. And- um, we 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 know we know how 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 we said earlier that I think the Giannis and Kawhi matchup is going to be great, but I think it will, it will cancel. And I this this Raptors team used to be deep. I know they lost OG um to injury, but Van, Van 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 Fleet, you know the way he played last year, everybody was talking about um oh they can get rid of Kyle Lauer because Van Fleet, you know that he can step right in and boom boom boom, and then you know he's playing, but you know he's not really. He he's really just out there sometimes, and they got they got they brought over Jamal but he's not playing anymore. Norman Powell ain't really popped like he, after his rookie year, so I, I don't and I don't want it to be just saying oh can the can the Raptors bench me up with the Bucks bench because it's not like the Bucks is bringing off somebody like a Lou Will off the bench. They're they're bringing off just shooters off the bench, and you know shooters can go it can be cold, be hot, blah blah, um, but it, it's really it's really gonna be a testament of of your GM of the guys that he brought in, and, and can they rise to the occasion? Because, you know, we know we know what Kawhi and is going to bring every night. We, we know that. If Yama's have a bad game, let's say if he has 15 points, you know, bad shooting night, I feel like he's still going to be effective on the defensive end, rebounding, passing the ball. Kawhi, same way. If he's having a bad shooting night, rebound, defend, you know, all, all this good stuff. Now, can the other guys, if they're not scoring, can they be effective? And that's – and. And that's who who we gonna look at. And if I had to pick someone, you you know, I always tell you about how I think Kyle Lowry, you know, he gets a bad rap, but the way he like last night, I mean, against the Sixers, he he's able to
1: box out, NBA. He made all, all the of, ever plays, every single effort ever plays, and boxing out, going for steals, gambling. That's what you want. It, and it was just, it was calculated gambles, not just a reckless gamble. Exactly, and that's and that's the thing, and that's the thing that um.
2: Now I'm really interested to see is, is Bledsoe going to come? Um, who's who's going to win that matchup between Lowry and Bledsoe? That's going to be great to see. Um, can Middleton as as the number two to his team outplay Siakam, the number two to his team? Uh, You know, it, can Brook Lopez and Gasol who's going to win that match? You know, what I'm saying these are. I, I'm glad these two teams met up because it's like it's it's really I wouldn't say it's really no forced way either way, but the only thing I can say that really pinpoints to me why I would say Bucks to to win is because. I've seen I've seen games that they didn't rely on Giannis um, as much. Of course, Giannis is important. Like they, they can't. I, I know that. I know they can't win a series without Giannis. Let's, let's get that right. But I'm talking about it's going to be a game where Kawhi Kawhi's not going to be perfect all, all. Let's say let's say they go seven. He won't be perfect all seven games. Neither will Giannis. But the game that they're the game that they're not grading can that team still win? Can Middleton score thirty that night? Can can uh Siakam get twenty five and ten that night that Kawhi has a bad game and that's and that's really what I, I I'm really I'm waiting to see which which guy's going to show up the uh
1: the most and that's what I'm most excited for. Yeah, those are the the kind of moments that really do alter the series. Uh, like we just saw the Warriors close out Houston in sixth because Durant was out, but while Curry was struggling, the bench pulled him through that hole. Looney was making effort plays, getting rebounds. Iguodala was hitting four or five threes. Klay Thompson went off for like 22 in the first half. You know, Draymond made plays. You had so many guys that made plays. And then when it got to that fourth quarter, your, your star can just kind of put you over the top. I mean, Curry, it, well, he was scoreless at halftime. But what really helped him helped out was when he got going, he pushed him over the top. Because you're not going to win a game where at halftime it's tied up and the star it has zero points. So, I knew the Warriors would win that game because he, he, Curry's not going to end the game scoreless. Exactly. <laughs> so, that, that's going to be the kind of thing that tilts this series, too. When Kawhi gets cold, can a Kyle Lowry go get you 12 points? Or can he, you know, score six buckets and get two or three assists to kind of, you know, create those 12 points? Or can – can a guy like Van Fleet and Jeremy Lin get in and just spill this guy a few minutes and just make a few plays to keep the game close? Same thing for the Bucks. Can George Hill go off and get 15 points and pull Giannis through that hole when he's only got 20 points, but he, know he shot bad or something like that? That's what you need, those guys to pull you through in those games where it's close, but your superstar is off.
2: Now, I've looked at like Giannis versus the Raptors so far this season, and – in the games that he won, that they played three times, and Bucks won the season series two one. In the games that they won, Giannis didn't put up big numbers as far as um, scoring. He had nineteen points in both wins, fourteen rebounds in one game. He had eight rebounds in another game. Uh, I'm sorry, he had nineteen rebounds in one game, nine in another game. So he he's making an impact other than scoring. And that those games they won, and, I mean, in the games they lost, he scored forty three points, and 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 they That's still crazy. lost the game. So it's like it's like. So if, if even so if if Raptors d- decide to let Giannis be the guy, how you saying that you know let Giannis do all the work, blah blah, blah he get forty, you can still try, win the game. It's very true. Uh, but what 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 what's the I guess what would be the w- winning formula for Toronto? Like like do you like how you said take away Middleton, take away Bledsoe, let Giannis go to work, or do you want to or do you want to like um kind of stop Giannis because you know. I, I'm I'm a believer in cut the head off the snake. You know what what makes the team go? I want that to be out of here because I I'd rather have I rather have you try to lean on Middleton and, and Blisso than lean on Giannis. You know?
1: Yeah, I'd rather him get going and keep everybody else at bay because it we were just somebody like you just said it one's not gonna beat five. So if you can if you let Giannis go get forty two points like he can average forty the whole series, but if you keep ten to 15, or, you know, you just keep everybody else at bay and they never get in rhythm, you're going to win those games more times than not. Right. Because role plays always play better at home anyway. But if you're kind of – let y'all just go one-on-one with Ibaka, who else guarding him. Let him go one-on-one, stay at home on all the shooters, box out on the rebounds, make it a one possession, you know, one possession every time down the floor, you're going to win that series. And then on,
2: on the fl- on the flip side of uh, of Giannis's games, and the games Kawhi, um, the ones that they lost, Kawhi averaged eighteen points a game. See, and and that's the thing: Giannis scores. Giannis averaged nineteen in the wins. Kawhi averaged eighteen in the losses. But then <laughs> it flipped it. Giannis averaging forty forty plus in the win. I mean, in the loss, and Kawhi got thirty. Like so, uh, it's kind of like mm, if, if they going back and forth like that, and. And Kawhi's team winning because of that, then that's that's you know that's kind of that's that's kind of I, I don't know how to I don't even know how to even think about that because Giannis if Giannis not going off and Kawhi's not going off, the Bucks is the better team. Is, is that what is that what you know from the season? Is that what we getting? Um, where maybe if is not on, um, then we then we kind of tend to lean more Milwaukee in this case. Um, just the just the fact that from this from the season at least at least in a way that Milwaukee can still win. Uh, if Yonder's not having a great game, but it's if if Kawhi does have that had that bad game, you know we need Siakam, we need Lowry, we need Gasol because Gasol really hasn't really shown anything offensively uh, since he's been here. And I'm kind of waiting to see does that veteran, you know, him being experienced ever kick in, or he just more he he found his role as the enforcer, defender, rebounder type of guy.
1: So yeah, he like he just kind of he he makes plays when right. he needs to. That's all he exactly. does. All
2: right, well, let's, let's switch gears and go on to the next side, and that is the, the Warriors, who have been to the finals for well, four straight years, and now they're taking on the Blazers, who finally got there. And this is what – I, I want to actually give kudos to the Blazers, because we said at the beginning of the playoffs that Spurs, Nuggets, uh, Blazers, and Thunder, they all had no excuses not to be here.
1: Wide no, open. Like,
2: they, they they all hit that most easy. Exactly. Action. Now, Spurs – the Spurs have a little more leeway because – their best play, well, not one of the best players, but their their third best player, Murray. He was out for the whole season, but because he's out for the whole season, I don't really think it's like an excuse because you know you, you didn't play with him at all. So, um, and then same thing for Nuggets missing Porter Junior and Isaiah Thomas basically all year.
0: You, you
2: you never had him on your team, so it, it really don't count to me. But Blazers find a way to get here without Nurkic, and they had Nurkic the whole, the whole thing, and we still said the same thing. They had no excuse because Dame Dame Dollar and CJ McCollum should be able to get you there, especially with the addition of Kanner and the emergence of Rodney Hood, who was banged up. We haven't heard, heard anything with him, but um, no Kevin Durant
1: at all. Do you, do, you, do you think Blazers can still win this series? Uh, big respect to the Nuggets because they made a great you know, great playoff run, two game sevens. It could have went either way. Um, as far as Kevin Durant goes, without him playing, I think the Warriors still get him in six. If he plays, you know we don't know how he's going to play. Because right. he's going to have to get back in rhythm, trust his calf, all that kind of stuff. But as far as matchup-wise, the backcourts, they're the two best backcourts in the NBA, so that's an even matchup. Um, they're going to probably start Iguodala at small forward. Hood just got banged up, so who knows what condition he's going to be in. So right now, I'm going to lean Warriors for the small forward matchup. I guess I'll lean Warriors and Draymond for the power forward matchup, and I'll lean uh, Blazers with with cancer for the center matchup because Looney Bogey I think you know cancer's defense isn't that good but I'll give him the edge on that front because the Warriors are going to play play center by committee it, it's it's going to be an even matchup honestly like yeah it, it's going to be because because Dane, he goes at the Warriors like he goes at the Warriors and CJ McCollum um I think he's a top ten shooting guard in the league probably number seven or eight he's had an epic postseason run he he carried them through. The series against the Nuggets, in, in Game Six and Seven, so you know it's gonna be a pretty good matchup. Like they're gonna go, they're gonna go right at Stephen Clay. Like they, they always, yeah, you know,
2: yeah. Dame is a warrior killer. He just, you know, once they got Kevin Durant, it, it really, pre- pretty much, came impossible because one, the Blazers had no small four, no wing, because they, because the small four position for the Blazers is is more by committee. Evan Turner, Harkless, Aminu sometimes, and, and even uh, and Riding Hood, of course. Um, I think the Blazers can match up with them out, you know, outside of Durant. But the fact that if the Warriors want to go Draymond and Iggy at the four and five, um, you know, I, I don't know who they who they would throw in um, elsewhere, um, like uh, maybe like in Livingston or something like that with Clay and Curry. I think Blazers had the Blazers had the people, you know, men who can play with Draymond. You can put Harkless out there, uh, you know, Riding right Hood. Dame and C, uh, CJ. I, I think they I think they can match up those ways without Kevin Durant. Um without with Kevin Durant, I don't see it's it's not it's not a um, it's not a chance in hell. But I just think I just think this is this is how we talking about Harden and his legacy about trying to beat the Warriors. I think Dame, if he could somehow some if he somehow does him and CJ somehow get this get over this final hump because their their whole career was you know, they always run to the Warriors round one or they run into something. So it's always something and they always run into it. And they just, you know, talented wise, they just can't get over the hump. And now they finally here. What's the conference finals? And Of course they had to run into the juggernaut, but I don't think it's too that scared. Dame's not scared. Hey, I, I know cancer for a fact is not scared. Um, but there's, there's, there's only three guys to a team that's been here every single year, uh, the last four, four years. So uh, um, I would say, I I'm I'm cheering my ass off for Blazers for Blazers to win this series. Um, but I know the Warriors are gonna come out on top. Um with I mean, with without KD, I honestly think it's a 50-50 chance. Um, but I think Draymond is just Draymond and Iggy are just better than Cancer and Hood. Um, so I and that's that's really the ultimate reason why I would lean uh wars if there's no Kevin Durant, but there's a chance that Boogie might come back and a chance that Kevin Durant comes back and once that happens that's kinda of pretty much ends all um all Blazers' chances.
1: Yeah, I am wondering what role Seth Curry plays in this series because I think the the Blazers may have to use Curry a little bit more because they're gonna need some more floor spacing and shooting because Amino and Harker they haven't really been providing it lately. I know Curry's a little bit other size, but at least if you put him in, he can guard his brother at times or he can guard Livingston at times, things like that. So, I mean, I think the Blazers, they may try to match them three-point shooting-wise because at some point, maybe that maybe that game six was the catalyst to get Curry going back into normal Steph Curry mode. And if it was, you're going to need the Dane can match him, but if Hood is out and on and Aminu, their shots aren't going, Turner's on a three-point shooter – you may need to put Curry in to pair with CJ and Dame to get some more, you know, some more three ball shots. Yeah, actually,
2: that's actually a great point because if you have Harkless, you have Amina on the court, it's like you can play off them guys. And you can, just like how, how I always say the Pelican series, you can't really get mad at Dame and CJ because they are getting double teamed because there's nobody else on the court who can shoot. So if you throw Curry out there and you want to go small, man, I don't care. Right hook and guard. You can guard Eagle Dollar, you know, it's healthy. Like they both be 6'8, so they're the they're same size. I mean, Iggy Dollar weighs more, but you know, um, if, if you want to have Iggy at uh, hood guarding Iggy at the four, if that's the case, and Livingston's out there, don't go ahead and throw a curator. He's, he's guarding his brother so many times, I'm pretty sure he knows, he, he might know Steph more than he knows, you know, and that that can actually, you know, be a good thing. Like, Seth, Seth can actually, because, because I'm going against my brother, I know he, like, because how, how many times you think they had. The, those, those games in the backyard, and neither one of them can guard each other, or whatever case may be, I know Steph is, a, is, a, is an all-star uh, almost superstar type of guy and more over a role player, but I'm pretty sure when they're going back and forth, you know it's just it, they, they, they know each other moves and still can't stop it. and I think Seth, Seth has a lot of advantage on this because you know they don't expect a lot from him, but they expect Steph, uh, Steph to be the man. so um, so that's going to be very interesting to see how much he actually plays. Terry Stotts is gonna get hit. He, he gonna bring his coaching. He gotta get his coaching game together because he did a very good job um, last series and putting Zach Collins out there. Zach Collins space the floor, knock down shots, um, and if he can do the same thing here, where he can actually be the center, um, you know, I don't know how, you know, he got he got to get his, put his grown man pants on playing Draymond. But if he if you if you can like sit canter out for a while and Zach Collins is your center. I mean, it's gonna be the Warriors gonna to have to guard that, and they can't leave. They can't just leave that Collins open, and that that's that creates more opportunity for for Dame for CJ to have one-on-one opportunities. Because I'm not pretty, I'm not sure that Curry or Clay Thompson can stop either one of them. I know for a fact Curry can't stop neither one of them, but um, and I think I think CJ and Dame would give it to Clay easily. Um, so that's gonna be a, a a great matchup, and I think if if like you said, the Blazers need to have that shooting. It has to be, it has to be done. They, they have to get Zach Collins out there. Curry out there, bring all the stops. Whoever whoever, whoever can shoot a three, you got you on the floor.
1: Yeah, I brought up Seth Curry because just knowing what the Warriors do, Iguodala's going to probably end up guarding Dame. is going to take his matchup. They'll put him against CJ. So now, on defense, Curry's going to be coasting to make Curry at least do some work on defense, you got to put in a shooter because if you just put in, like, Harkless, Curry's not going to be working on defense because like, Harkless isn't going to be hitting shots. So that's how I think Curry can get going because if he's not playing defense, he, he can get going just from not being tired from playing defense. At least you had, like, Tucker and CP3 going at him or posting him up or something where he had to work on defense a little bit. And then he hurt his hand too. But if you put at least his brother in the game, his buzzer can run off from screens and you know do some pin downs or they can do some switches and kind of get Curry on the dang or something like that. So I think I think Seth Curry is gonna be the key to the Blazers because you need shooting this face to space the floor, open it up, and you need some type of weapon to make Curry at least honor defense, Steph Curry honor defense.
2: Yeah, and like I said, we know we know Warriors will win the series, but. I would love, I would love for Blazers to put them on the ropes. Like I would love Blazers to go up two one, um, maybe. I mean, even even three two at one point, you know. Because I mean, you really can't, you really can't blame. You're, I mean, unless they have a choke job like Portland's up three two in the series and and that game six in Portland, they're they're winning the fourth quarter by fifteen and the Warriors come back and win. Unless it's, unless it's some kind of choke job like that, you 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 can't you can't really you can't really. Harp on too much that the Warriors come back and win the series because one, they're they're a more talented team and they shouldn't be down three two in the first place. But I I do want I do want Damon C J to put them on the ropes, How, wh- whatever that means. Um, just just, just to now I was I, I'm not even gonna say scare them, but just to show show the world that Damon C J is here and they're not going nowhere.
1: Yeah, Kenny Smith and Charles they they picked Blazers for the final, so maybe they saw something we don't see because this is the Warriors. Uh, fifth consecutive West Finals. So they're, they're trying to make their fifth consecutive NBA Finals. So let's uh, let's see if fatigue catches up with them, or let's see if the injury bug has bit them one too many times. With Boogie out, KD out, no bench depth really. So it's gonna be interesting to see how it all uh plays out. Uh, this is the Blazers' first time in the West Finals since that 2000 team with Scotty and all those guys, Rasheed that uh, that that was up against the Lakers and they could have won a series but it uh it all fell apart for them and we know what that brought in. That brought in the uh the the Shaq Kobe era. So let let's see how the Blazers do this do do this time around. It's been nineteen years all in right. the making.
2: Regardless of when before we get out of here, but regardless of win or lose, who do you think out of all four teams will be the best player in like the whole series? Like if you had if you know like a like a most outstanding in the final four, I guess. And win or lose, it no doesn't matter the lose series or not. Who do you think? Who you think is going to be the best player?
1: Uh, it's going to be Steph Curry. He didn't, he didn't. Okay, because it, it's going to be Steph Curry. The Blazers have to do something to make him play defense. If he doesn't play defense, he's going to come, He's going to come alive. I mean, the Warriors just have so much going for. Like Steph, really, he's really been bad the whole playoffs. Like Durant was carrying them against the Clippers ever since you know who I am. He's been carrying them since then. And he was carrying them until he got injured. Steph really had his first good game in game six. It's it more so of a more he, of a good he's half. Due to, <laughs> Yeah, like like he he's he, he he's due to have an explosion at some point. And I think that Dane matchup could be what gets him going. Well for.
2: I know I know Dane hey uh, another thing we have to tell about the Blazers they had no excuse to lose to, to – to lose that matchup. They might lose a game, but I feel like Dame, I feel like Dame and CJ had, he had no excuse to, uh, um, to, to not perform, at least, you know, to their level. Cause you, I mean, cause we, I think they're just as good, just as talented as, as Curry and Clay. Uh, so they had no excuse not, not to perform if, um you know, if Clay had, you know, three great games. I, I expect CJ to have three great games. You know, that just, that just me. But if I had to choose one player to be, you know, the greatest out of all of win or lose, uh, i'm probably going to lean more Giannis, um and that's just that's just more of the activity uh from him from all aspects of the game um you know scoring, rebound, assists, steals, blocks um and he's leading the lead right, leading the leading the playoffs and free throw attempts so um just 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 all, all, as far as all around game uh, unless unless cuz toronto really can't you really can't key in on on Giannis, which is the problem, you know, um, had all the shoes around him, you really can't leave, you can't lead them to to try to like trap Giannis. So I, I think win or lose, Giannis might be the best player out of all out of this whole um this final four. Um, but I'm I'm looking for a great great Western Conference and the Conference Finals man, and you know, we pretty much we pretty much I mean, I know you pay Boston to get here, um. But we we knew Toronto would get here. I, I picked Toronto versus Bucks, uh, West Conference Finals. I did pick I picked Warriors. Uh, and really, really, I, I really didn't have a really true pick uh, for this Western Cardinals Finals. I just know that any of the four teams in that bottom bracket had a good shot to make it. So um, it it wouldn't surprise me if any, any of those four had made it here this far. But Blazers Blazers is who I who I would want to cheer for the most. So that's fine.
1: Yeah, I was hoping the Spurs did, but once the Blazers got there, Dame's one of my favorite players along with Kawhi. So, i um, you know, I'm glad Dame got here just for, just for his legacy, you know, because, you know, the whole can that kind of person win thing, or like people give Kyrie so much credit because he played on the Cavs with LeBron and hit one shot, but the dude was drowning in the East, couldn't even get thirty wins in the East by himself. <laughs> so, and we see what he did with with Boston this year in the playoffs. He just he shrunk so. I mean, Steph and Dame, one of those guys is going to be all Bay first team this year. They both, they both would deserve it. I would give it to Dame. He had an incredible season. He This season is already a success for the Blazers to get to the West Finals, to make it to the Finals with oh, yeah, ice on the cake. Um, I, I think they would lose to whoever came out of East anyway, but to even get this far has been great for the Blazers. It's been great for that franchise, for those guys on that team. After the last two years of, Getting swept out first round, so I'm, I'm glad the Blazers had this great year. And I'm hoping for a good series from those guys. And I'm, I'm hoping Toronto, I'm hoping those guys step up. Is Kawhi getting 35 points, you know, after 35, 10 balls, and like four or five? Six, is that impressive? Yes, it's impressive, but I want to see the other guys on the Raptors step up and take some of the lower off of him so that'll encourage them to stay there. Because, I mean. Uh, he don't mind I do what He got to do to win. He's been yeah. a winner, where he has been, high school, college, wherever. He's always been a winner, so I'm sure he doesn't mind going out carrying the burden of being the superstar, getting those points and all that kind of stuff. But can those other guys step up and take some load off of him and encourage him to stay and like, hey, we can support you. We can help you get to the, the finals. You know, if you stay here, we can keep building this thing. We can. We got young and We're gonna get off Lowry's contract. We can, you know, ship him out or sign him to a lower deal or whatever. But the Raptors, the Raptors are built for this season. Anything less than the final for the Raptors is a failed season. Oh yeah, and we we said that. I
2: mean, we, we I put that in, in the category said they for the Bucks. Um, it's it's honestly, it's finals a bust. Um, I even though I, I don't care that the Warriors are still here. Um, I don't care. I don't, I don't care that it's the first time the Bucks got this far. Uh, honestly, I you can't you can't lead every single category almost in you know rebounding, shooting, offense, defense, assists. You can't lead all this all the categories and and not think you shouldn't be a a championship team. And it's finals a bus. I I don't, I don't I don't care that Giannis is his first time he, he actually winning. I don't care that it's coach it's coach Buzz first year being here. Uh, what I've seen so far, they had they had no excuse. Toronto had no excuse. Uh, of course, the Warriors have no excuse, um, and the Blazers, like I said, just them getting here is good enough for me. Um, but of course, getting to the finals will elevate them because they beat they dethrone the Warriors, They're the only team to do that outside of um, LeBron James and the Cavs that you know that one season, uh, they'll be the only team that actually dethrone them. And they don't have the best player in the world to do it, so they, they, that makes it even more sweeter um, if Dame and CJ can pull that off. And know, yeah, like I said, I'm very excited. You know. Gonna be good. Yeah, Warriors and Six,
1: Raptors and Six. That's, I'm going I'm, I'm going,
2: going. Warriors and Six. Cheering for Blazers though. And I got Bucks. I, I got Bucks and Seven just because it's gonna be hard to close out Toronto. So but I think Bucks be up three two in the series um and will win one 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 in the last two games. So I'm going Bucks and seven. So that's our difference. But um and we'll come back with the championship. Who we think gonna win that, you know. So so stay tuned for that. Preach care preach, man. We out.